This is Coach Lee and I'm going to talk to you about reunion resistance and in this case why your ex has reunion resistance. So reunion resistance is basically just they don't want to meet up. They're not suggesting it. They're not reaching out. It's like they don't want to see you yet. Like they're not missing you and obviously that's not what you want. So we're going to talk about why they might be having this and what you can do about it. The number one reason is not the fun one, but it's because possibly they still want the breakup. So they think about it. They think back on the relationship, which is usually what they're doing right after they get out of the relief stage and they're in curiosity. They're reflecting on the relationship and the experiences and what they felt when they were with you. And if it was a difficult relationship, in other words, if there was lots of arguing, if you two just suffocated each other as far as always being around each other, never having a break. Some couples can't handle that. They just need some downtime where they're apart. And so some of that can actually be playing into this where they just got burned out and they're just wanting a break from you, so to speak. And usually if it's just that, that can be temporary. Sometimes that's immaturity. Sometimes it's just not being used to a relationship, but it is something that we do need to admit and talk about that it's a factor in all of this is that they can just still be burned out and that they are enjoying the breakup at the moment. Now that's not new news, so don't panic. Don't see this as bad news and a disaster for you. This is actually very normal, especially during that relief stage. They are enjoying the breakup because there was a reason they wanted it. And so they are getting some of that relief, even if a lot of it is just psychological. For example, have you ever thought, this is fun. I should be enjoying this. Or so-and-so says this is fun, so I'm having fun, right? In other words, sometimes you assume you're liking something and enjoying something until you have to deal with it for a long period of time or you get to experience the other thing that maybe you didn't do that you didn't think you would enjoy or that other people said you wouldn't enjoy. And that applies to relationships too. So that's a possible reason why your ex has reunion resistance. Number two is that your ex thinks it would look crazy. So think about it. If they were to break up with you and then a few days later they want to get back together, they know how that looks. Most people understand that that seems odd, that it seems a little bit unstable and they don't want to look bad, not just to you, but other people. So think about that. In other words, they might actually be wanting to get back together with you. They might be missing you and thinking this was a mistake, but then they think, what would other people think about that? If I broke up with her, broke up with him, and then next week got back together. And I have heard that from the dumper before, that they actually waited longer than maybe they wanted to just because they didn't want other people to be talking about them and saying, oh, there she goes again. There he goes again, bouncing back into that relationship. The optics, the peer pressure, getting validation from social media and everybody is important to a lot of people. It shouldn't be, but it is. And so that will factor in. Not just that they think it's going to look crazy to you, but that they think it's going to look crazy to other people. So that's why a lot of times these things can be delayed. Number three is that you keep contacting them. And so this is kind of the cliche. I talk about this in a lot of videos. If you keep contacting them, they can't miss you. If they don't get to experience the breakup, they won't know if they actually want it or not. And so you have to let them experience this. And we do this with all other kinds of relationships. So this is not manipulation or mind games. This is a mature response. When someone says, I don't want to be your romantic partner anymore, that doesn't mean you keep showing up and you keep contacting them. That's actually the opposite of what it means. And so for these people who accuse me of suggesting you use the silent treatment and that you use these Jedi manipulation tactics, I'm flattered, but that's not what I'm suggesting. 
I'm simply suggesting that you be a mature adult and that you don't go where you're not welcome and try to force your way in when someone doesn't want you there. How people make that out to be some deep manipulation that can control someone's mind is beyond me. But hey, if it works that well, great. But the bottom line is they have to feel some loss. If there's no negative to this, then there's nothing for them in terms of wanting to change it. If there's not a negative result, then there's no motivation to seek what you had before. And so even though it's painful and I know it's frustrating, you've got to give them the breakup. You've got to let them go off in the wilderness, so to speak, where they don't hear from you, where you are gone. You've vanished. As far as you're concerned, they don't exist. So you're not watching their stories, not commenting on social media. You're not texting. You're not showing up to see them. Nothing. You have disappeared completely. But if you keep contacting them, you're likely not going to get that reunion that you want. I have three more points after this. So I have two and then a bonus one. And so stick around for that. But before I get to those next three, take a look at my emergency breakup kit. I'll link to it in the description below. It's a powerful guide to help you get your ex back. I'll also put a link in the description where you can book a coaching session with myself or coaches on my staff. You can do all that at the website address that's listed in my logo here on the screen. So number four on the list of reasons why your ex could have reunion resistance is that they have been ignored. You've ignored them. And some of you, maybe if you're new to my videos, you might be thinking, but I thought you said no contact and just disappear. So of course I should ignore them. No, no contact means no contact from your end. You aren't initiating contact. But if they reach out to you, that's what you want. You want them pursuing you because they're the ones who dumped you. If you had dumped them, I would be telling you, you need to pursue them if you want them back. That's your role in this. Because when you make the decision to end the relationship, it has to be you who makes the decision to re-up it. Because if the person who was dumped says, I'm making the decision for us to be in a relationship again, that's when people get restraining orders. So you don't get to do that. That's why I tell people, you're not the one who would ignore the person if they've dumped you. But you're the one who does not initiate. It is now their job to initiate with you. And you have to stand firm on that that they broke this and they're the ones who are going to put the pieces back together. You're not going to do that work or else you teach them they can use a breakup as manipulation to get you to do something different that they want you to do in the future. Or maybe if they think you're not showing them enough attention or that you do something that they don't like, they can dump you as punishment. That's not healthy at all and you don't want to encourage that. So do not reward them for breaking up with you by giving them more attention and validation that they're not going to appreciate anyway, but it's just going to feed their ego. But I say all that to say, if they reach out to you, don't ignore them. That doesn't mean you roll out the red carpet. That doesn't mean you say, I have dwelt in darkness without you. Thank you so much for contacting me. I've missed you. The nights have been difficult. The days have been terror. Finally, you've reached out to me. Of course not. No. But when they reach out, casually responding, just like you would to anybody else, a short response. That way, they know. They can ask. They can say, would you like to meet up? Because very few people are just going to reach out in the first message and say, I messed up. Would you please take me back? Because they don't know if you want that. And so they don't want to just throw their neck on the guillotine of rejection and have it come slamming down on them. They're going to ease in. Just see if you'll talk to them at first. That's normal and natural. So don't ignore them. Not initiating contact is enough. And if you have ignored them, that's probably why they don't want to get back together. There are exceptions, of course, like if they're being mean for no reason or if they just keep saying, good morning, good morning every day for several days so that they feel better about it and don't feel as guilty about breaking up with you. Of course, eventually after I usually tell people if they do that more than two or three times and that's the only thing they're saying to you, then yes, don't respond. But they know that you will respond. 
just not to the same message every day that they're only using to ease their conscious. Number five, they're in a rebound. This can delay things because they want it to work with the rebound. And again, this is the optics. People are so concerned, especially nowadays, they feel like everything's on social media. It's under the magnifying glass. Everybody knows their business and they want to look good. And they don't think it would look good for them to break up with you and then get in a rebound and then two weeks later go back to you. Because they know people will joke about that and they'll laugh about that and they'll say they were in a rebound. And so that's one factor that delays them coming back to you. But also, they want the relationship to work. They want the rebound to work. Nobody wants to be in just some temporary fake relationship. And so they're going to try. They want to believe that it's real. But that's usually a downfall of a rebound because they start to realize that the intimacy is cheap. It's not what they had with you. They didn't have the connection or the history and the experiences that they had with you. And they're trying to feel that for this person. And it can start to feel fake because usually it just starts and they almost resume what they had with you. At least they're trying to, as far as the frequency of how much they see each other, what they do together, even their interactions. They might even try to say, I love you way too soon, way too soon, just because they want what they had with you. That's one of the reasons people go into rebounds. If they jump into a relationship really quickly after a breakup, usually they're wanting to have what they had in the relationship with you. They just don't want it with you at the moment, but they're wanting that. And so that can be an advantage for you if you stay in no contact, you do not initiate. You don't try to manipulate the situation by talking to their friends or anything like that. Let it play out. If you can't handle that there was somebody else, I completely get that. And you should just move on. Don't feel bad about that at all. But if you want to see if it can still happen, then this would be the path to take. Now the bonus reason, and this one is one you really need to consider. This is prominent nowadays. We have it in so many areas of life and it's fear of missing out, FOMO. People tell people, oh, you should go date all kinds of people. You should try out other people, see what you really like and that kind of thing. And it really cheapens the whole thing, in my opinion. I'm not a big believer in playing the field and trying to see how many people you can date and how many people you can sleep with and all that. That usually hurts things long term. You begin to harm your ability to connect with people because it's supposed to be a connection that's just with one person, ideally. But when you are able to flick that switch over and over and over with different people, it messes with how your emotions and your mind connect in relationships. And so that's pushed in the world today, especially when you're in your 20s. You know, it's like, don't miss out. You need to have all the fun you can. You need to go to all these clubs. You need to sleep with all these people. And I just don't believe in that at all. As someone who's been able to look at a lot of data concerning relationships, People who do that and just have really high body counts, they don't have great long-term relationships. It's difficult for them to connect with someone and to have that bond and that companionship because they have given themselves away so many times, they don't even know whose they are. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to let them go through some of this. It's not always a perfect scenario. There's not always icing on the cake. But the best thing you can do if your ex has fear of missing out is to have a standard, to set value on yourself, that you're not going to chase them if they leave you, and that you're not going to participate in the whole fear of missing out thing. You're going to wait and you're going to grieve this relationship until you feel like it. And then you will move on if you need to, or you'll be in this relationship. But you have to show them that you have values and standards that are the opposite of fear of missing out. And that can be very attractive to someone who's out in the wilderness trying to find themselves, not sure and not wanting to miss out. If you are a solid rock in terms of what you know, what you believe, what you want, that's very attractive to someone who has the fear of missing out. But that can definitely be a factor that can make your ex stay away is that they are afraid 
going back to you would prevent them from getting to try other people or experience the world in other ways. And a lot of that is very shallow. And I hope it's something that society can grow out of and improve on in the future. There's a really important video here in the end screen about why your ex might be watching your social media. And even if they're not right now, you need to know these things in case they do, as far as what do you do if they all of a sudden start watching your social media again. So that's the video here in the end screen. Thank you for subscribing. This has been Coach Lee. And as always, thank you for watching.